Hey y'all, this is Taria. And Akis. And this is Columbus Can't Wait. Either do politics. Or politics do you. But nah, how you feel, man? We're going to jump right into the temperature check. Uh, well. This whole episode is going to be a temperature <clears throat> check. This week was the election. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been early voting for weeks now, but the in-person election and the counting of the votes. Oh, I don't feel great. <laughs> Did you vote? I don't. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Hey, listen. You gotta ask. <laughs> I was thinking about it on Tuesday. I voted, yeah. I voted day of. And I was wondering, I was like, bruh, what if I like got sick and like I couldn't go vote? Or well, like, I was wondering that too. What did, what was like the COVID plan? But I guess it was like curbside voting or whatever. Yeah, but had. that's only if you requested the ballot. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah like you can't that. go up there, but like, hey, I'm sick. Bring one of them bitches out here. You know what I, I'm saying? I didn't know that. That's what the sign that I saw when I went to my polling place made it seem like. Oh. So yeah, but I had thought about that too, or I thought about if I got there and they, you know, just anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was anxious. The definitely anxious the night before, Bruh. um, the election Monday, and then, I mean, it's been a shit show. Ever since So it's voter week <laughs> You're not doing I You're not doing I, bad But you're not doing I Um I wouldn't say I, Bad is relative I really am just through With Um Bullshit basically So Like I Yeah I'm not sure if this is just me needing to take a um, reality check and just thinking about, like, cause I, I just feel like I, I'm taking in everything a lot differently than all of my peers and stuff because like, a lot of people are just, like, really deflating and shit. And I don't know if it's just me being a super optimist or if I'm being extremely pragmatic and just trying to find the bright side of things or whatever, but... I'm in a really, really good mood. You know, like, obviously... No, I, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... I mean, there were great things that happened locally. Right, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, Ohio went red. So, that was... That sucked. No, but, I'm shocked. But Cleveland, Cincinnati, Columbus, Dayton, Toledo, Athens, and some other places, they all went, went blue. And... They went blue in historic type of ways, like a lot of turnout, and everybody that was voting for Biden and Harris, they it, it, presumably they voted down ballot and stuff, and and so we won a lot of local rates, we won yeah. a lot of state races. That was and great. We it's got looking like out. Biden's going to win the the White House and stuff too. So it's like even the national, we didn't have any senators that were up for grabs, and we didn't really have any like House of Representatives that really w- could have like swung one way or the other, and so we didn't really lose anything nationally. Like everything that was supposed to happen, that could have happened, it still happened. And we won in big ways locally, and we did. Know, but we lost some seats. It, we lost, yeah. Um, yeah, Ohio Democrats. But does um, it matter that we lost it? It matters for some issues that that we lost seats. But I was happy to see that again. Like I said earlier, Ron O'Brien unseated. 
after 20 Ecstatic. plus years. That's I'm amazing. That's great. And that was like the really bright spot. I'm for almost me. as excited to see him win as I am to see Trump lose, you know? Um, I think my frustrations and my um anger, because I'm not really disappointed because I already knew what the fuck was gonna go on. Right. Um I'm I'm frustrated and I am angry that the national the presidential race was so, is so close. But is it really close though? It's too close. To be it's fair. It's too close for what Trump has done. Well, no, it's too close. Well, it's too on, close. Let me respond to what you got to say. Cuz the votes aren't all counted. The votes aren't all counted, but we had a demagogue for president for four years that has basically sat by and watched over 200,000 people die of COVID who has um, been basically an avowed racist who has, you know, been totally... Um, not empathetic to these children being taken away from their families who, you know, they're having trouble even reuniting these kids with their families. Um, all the other bullshit that he's done. Um, being impeached. <laughs> like okay. all of this so stuff. And then somehow these things are not deal breakers vote for a lot of voters for over 50% of voters you said that you were disappointed no I'm I, I'm I'm angry and I'm frustrated mm. but I'm I'm I I stopped short of saying that I'm disappointed because white supremacy okay. is going to white supremacy and that's kind of white I'm people feeling. are going to white people yeah and but that doesn't mean that I can't be like I'm pissed off about it, but, especially at white women. No, for sure. Well, especially you know, at white well, women. To be fair, and I'm not trying to give no bell to white women. I'm just saying that we don't really know what the final counts are. We don't know what the final counts are. But if if the count says that there was what what was it fifty three or fifty two or fifty three percent of white women who voted for Trump in 2016. And by last estimation, I think they had it at like 55% voted for him this time. That number, is that number going to go down? It could. Look at Pennsylvania, look at Georgia. Like, we don't know what that number is going to be. I'm just trying to be fair in that regard. Like, we can't really comment on something that we don't know what that final number is. Next week, let's go and let's, you know what I mean? We can tear them a new one, but... I, I At the end of the day, after all that has gone on in this saying. country, it's still too many. I, it's still too many. Jen says 55. I guess what, what I feel is like, I'm not really surprised. And I'm also encouraged or engaged with the, the fact that the turnout was... Like, I was listening to CNN or Fox earlier today. I forget which one, because I've been watching a lot of Fox this week. And just because when I saw that he was losing, I was like, all right, that nigga's about to lose. I'm going to see what his opponents are saying because this nigga's wild and shit, right? And so I um, I was watching either one of them, and they said, yo, one thing that we should be um, encouraged by is, like, regardless of what side of the poll you were on, like, it's historic voter turnout on both sides. And that just shows that Americans want to participate in the, the process of democracy. And I, I thought that that's a 
a dope sign. For, I think that's opinion. a great sign. I think I think increased voter turnout is a great sign. But I think that when you have a fucking no. this piece of shit up here, like no, hear me out. eroding the like and casting doubt on the voting process. I agree. Are those same people going to say next time that they want to come out and vote? Maybe not, but but they did this time, and that's what I'm saying. Like right now, it's kind of we need we like, need sustained like <laughs> we need. I, I'm just I, this is like this is crazy to me right now. This it is crazy. Is. I'm not saying that it's not crazy. I'm just saying that these are the facts that we have right now. And we do have overwhelming turnout and stuff. And, and that just shows that there's a high level of engagement. And I'm not happy that Trump got as many votes as he did. But I am happy to see that Biden looks like he's gotten more votes. He's got more votes than what... Biden has more popular votes than I think any president or any uh, any candidate ever. I think he has like 70 million popular votes or something. Um, but it doesn't matter because the electoral college is it bullshit matter, and racist. Though. It does matter. So the only hope that I took... We shouldn't even be in this predicament read, yeah, right let now. Let me finish the sentence. This is crazy. Like, <laughs> you got to let me finish the sentence though. The only solace that I had at the end of the 2016 election when Hillary lost and and Trump won was the fact that Hillary had more people vote for her than Trump had vote for him. There were more people that were against the tyranny and the racism and the sexism and the misogyny than there were for him. And I mean, back then they had like suppressed turnout or whatever, but even still now it's like that same trend is continuing. It's like, all right, Trump has more votes now than both candidates had in 2012 when Obama went against Romney. You see what I mean? And even still, more people are against him in that. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm just looking for the canary in the coal mine, but I already knew that regardless of who won on election day, the very next day, there was still going to be work that needed to be done because I wasn't a fan of Biden in the primaries. I didn't feel like he was progressive enough. And so it's like, if I know that I'm already going to be engaged, I'm already going to be working, I'm excited that there are more people that are against Trump than are for Trump. And that's only counting the people that actually voted, not even talking about the people that said, I'm not participating in this bullshit. You know what I mean? I think you're right. I think that we... A lot of the points that you have are right, but the, my issues are with people's lack of morals and empathy. My issues are with this system. Why are we still using the Electoral College? I agree. Specifically because it's a racist I mean, every system in the United States is racist. Facts. But damn, can we get it out of the voting system, <laughs> the, the presidential election? I mean, come on. Like, can I tell you something wild I saw this morning? What? <laughs> this might piss you off. Um, I have a friend I went to high school with. She's a black woman, a black woman, and she was a diehard Bernie supporter. And somehow over the summer, I don't know how it happened, but now she's like super for Trump and everything, right? And earlier today she was just talking about like yeah i'm so glad that we have acb on the supreme court who is a constitution originalist i was like wait hold up hold up hold up hold up i'm all for it like you know have whatever views you want like i'll challenge you we can get dialogue about it whatever blah 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 but you're a black woman and you want the constitution to be interpreted 
and it's you original. Want you the, weren't yeah. considered like a human. You weren't considered. You were you were, actually you at that time you were what not even considered three fifths a person. That's yet. what I'm saying. Like yes. you weren't a woman. You, you had to scrape for that three fifths. <laughs> like, Are you like, fucking serious? And you're ha- you're proud that she's in the. Like, so that blew my mind. It, it, and it makes no sense. It makes what does no what sense. does what does interpreting the Constitution that way mean when we're in 2020? It, I think that we're in 2020. The like op- the opportunity that I see here, and I guess that's where it is. It's not that I'm happy with the way that things ran out. It's just more I see a lot of opportunities, and I I saw a lot of people that were frustrated and were disgruntled with the the way that the election like went out in the first place. The fact that you got to choose between best of two, uh, excuse me, uh, the best of two evils or whatever you want to uh, call it, and it's. There are people, if I try to empathize for why you were frustrated voting for either Trump or Biden and say, well, what can we do with that? Like, where do we go next with it? I can empathize with that. I can empathize with people feeling like there wasn't a candidate that they could really put their, you know, muscle and weight and hope behind. Like, because I was not a fan of Biden either. But just to and I know I keep going back to this but it really just blows my mind that and it it doesn't blow my mind I just really want white people to to stop being racist and that's another thing that I think is really dope and that's just that's some that's a simplification but I'm really just I'm sick I'm 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 pissed off because like what am I doing right now right now it's it's what almost nine o'clock at night I'm away from my daughter I'm away from my family trying to do my civic duty and white women will really take their asses <laughs> to the polls and go behind that that curtain and vote for Trump. And then black women will sit there and have to push everybody across the finish line. What I think I'm is, tired of doing that. What I think is also notable, and even what you just said, is that a lot of times people were like, oh, Trump was an anomaly or that was a mistake. That was a fluke. That's not really who no, we are. Who- and it's like, no, that's exactly who we are. Like, No, that's who white time, people are. I mean, they're <laughs> part of this country, too. Like, 2016 wasn't a, a blip. Like, that is who we are. That's who we still are. And now, when I sit next to you, my uh, white person is sharing the same space that I am, you can't deny these type of things that are happening. Like, it's like, oh, well, you know, we were just upset with Obama or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, nigga, like, you, it's in your your culture, it's in your blood, it's in everything that's about you or whatever. Racism is here and alive right now. You can't turn a blind eye to it. No, and and that's why I say that's I I don't say that's that's who we are. That's who if if white people would have shown would have changed their votes and changed their hearts and minds. Some did, and some of them did, but there wasn't enough. This race is too close. It's, the struggle continues. That's the race. How... The race is too close, and even if Biden ends up winning, the fact that people thought it was okay to to allow this race to be that close. And they're going to 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 see everything that happened over this over the summer. Because let's let's make no mistake. The reason why this race is so close is because white folks are mad about what happened this past summer, the uprising. So they're like, How dare you I try to assert power I think there's a for lot yourself? Of... They hate Black Lives Matter. The the folks That's that true. vote for Trump, they hate Black Lives Matter. No, I don't think it's I don't think we can just reduce it down to it be completely that 
I think there are some people that are legitimately, and I think that you might be happy to uh, to hear this. Like after we had our abolish, uh, well, the abolition episode on here, like I've been doing a lot of thinking just about it. And I think that I'm way closer to where you are than I was even when we started that episode or whatever. But I think that, you know, you hear things like defund the police and abolish the police and you haven't really spent a lot of brain energy thinking about it. You're just thinking, oh, I'm not going to be safe anymore. These people, the radical, I can't, like, I, I can't do that or whatever. You see what I mean? And that could lead to towards being like, I can't support Biden or whatever. And that's just propaganda. That's marketing on Trump's end. Exactly. That's them not being educated because he never once said that he was going to defund the police. He actually said he didn't want to do that. But that's There not... was nothing that he said that, that, that made it... Um, that made that should make people who were educated about their vote think that he was going to but defund the police. He's a centrist. He's not. He's trying to do police reform. He's not trying to 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 change the system really that much. The only people that I will give some leeway to are those Cuban uh, folks down in Miami who voted for Trump. Why? Because if you do your research and you listen to like I I've, I like followed a bunch of like IG pages of people who are Cuban whose parents came from Cuba or they came from Cuba when they hear the word socialism and they fled and they fled mm-hmm. Fidel Castro that triggers mm-hmm. them because they don't want to this is the explanation I can't speak for them be, but, but I'm telling you from Biden's my own research a, Biden's not a socialist either though but Trump what did Trump keep saying but that no the Trump same point that saying, you're making Biden's a, the, Biden's the a same socialist. point that you're making though is what I'm also making about like the police like Trump saying oh he's gonna get rid of the police gonna get rid of the police like Trump is an excellent marketer he can sell the hell out of his story and I'm not going to just completely jump to the point that anybody that voted for him they also believe everything that he believes i think that niggas can fall victim to lies like i look at all the black people that are voting for trump and there's like all the platinum plan or oh biden doesn't really do anything for black people or all the 94 crime bill and all this type of stuff and they see him it's like look he's at least trying like we try and so that was a very small percentage of us i don't think it was if you look at the poll numbers it was eight percent of black men more black men and more black women yeah it was it was it was no it was eight percent of black women the numbers and like 13 or 14 percent of black you can't pull the exact numbers if they're not i'm telling you the numbers that i have right now at (laughs) what time is it at 8 p.m okay. i'm telling you what I all know i'm trying right to say now. is more more black people voted for him as well because trump is an excellent marketer i don't think that the black people and that they're voted anti-black for him, and self-hating i don't think that i don't think that every black person that voted for trump is anti-black i think well, that's that, what we're going that's what that's what that's my opinion to, and i'm going to stand on that that's you're fair. anti-black and i don't think that everybody that voted for trump is anti-black and if you're a black woman and you voted for trump i think that some people could be sold a, a, a bill of goods it's the same way how women be falling for fuck boys and if shit. you're if you're black if you're a black woman and you voted for trump i'm going to say that you probably voted for trump because you 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 are a conservative christian and you think he goes along with your values in terms of abortion or maybe you're um you you think that he has these conservative evangelical whatever Christian values, and again I'm going to say that you're anti-black and self-hating because how is um, 
But how is how is how is Donald Trump though? upholding conservative Christian values when he has mad rape allegations? But you're assuming that that's the only reason why somebody when he's would, not he's not paying tithes, he's dodging taxes. You're assuming that that's the only reason why somebody would vote for Trump is because they're conservative Christian, and I know. Personally, some black people that aren't conservative Christians and they voted for him for their reasons that I, I don't am, agree with. I am assuming. I'm t- I'm just telling you my stream of consciousness right That's now. That's true. You I'm know, I do got to be sensitive to the fact that you're like, like we're still in the in the immediate aftermath of the election or whatever. So it's like all of our emotions and feelings are raw and stuff right now. I I don't and I don't even think it's just I I don't have the data on the the extra four percent of of at this time black women that decided that they were going to vote for Trump. I don't have the data on them. Um we don't have the research yet. But at the end of the day, here's what I do know. 91% at this point of black women did what they needed to do. You ain't going to find no argument from me. Look, I believe because we have somebody in the White House who's dangerous. To, to me that's the bottom line. He's not fit to run this country. He was running for dictator while Joe Biden was running for president. That's basically what this election was about. And that's the reason why I think it's even hard to draw ideological conclusions and stuff from it. Like, everybody in the country, excuse me, more people in the country than not were voting for Joe Biden. I don't know if we were all voting for Joe Biden because we all wanted the same thing from him. You see what I mean? I, don't, I, I voted for Joe Biden because he was the best choice. There was two choices and he outside of voting independent. And thank God more people didn't vote independent because, mm-hmm. this, I mean, this race is so close. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't, he was not my first choice. I wanted Elizabeth Warren. Me too. Well, I, I wanted, wanted Elizabeth Warren. I was undecided between Bernie and, and Liz. I didn't know I who I could have lived with either one of them. Yeah. But this is just, I mean. So you don't have any positive takeaways from this election? I have positive takeaways from that. There were um, a bunch of LGBTQ plus people who were elected in the house well not a bunch but there were more than what you, it more than what has been the first historically usual uh the first trans person the Ever. first non binary person um there were obviously like AOC was reelected there were there were good things I that came out of this AOC, election man. but but my but my biggest concern right now on Thursday night November what day is it 5th mm-hmm is the fact that Donald Trump just had a press conference at 6.30 telling people, telling his supporters that this election is illegitimate and that he won. Like, yeah, that's, that's my biggest concern right now. So maybe I'm just upset because I, I saw that right before I came in here. Mm. But the implications of what he's doing mm-hmm. are not good. No, for sure. Are not I, good. I fell asleep on election night at one and I woke up at like two forty five. I fell asleep on my floor and uh like he had just gotten done speaking and the anchors on CNN, it was like that was the most un American speech that we have ever heard a president ever give. And I was like, oh, Okay, <laughs> time to go back to sleep. These pundits don't even really know at this point what to do with themselves because they have never Came up. I mean, they've come up against his lies over the past four years, but this right now is is the threat of like someone literally being like, "I am going to." Because what he's doing, he's trying to incite his supporter base. Yeah, he's trying to run a coup. 
He's yes, and one of the pundits was like, "Well, if he won't leave the White House, and they have to uh, swear in Biden from." Um, I saw that from, from uh, the Four Seasons. The Four Seasons. Then they just need to do that. I'm oh, like, no, they just to need to get his ass out of there. Is he about do to accept the nom right now? I don't know. This is. Uh, does he have a cane? Oh, I was gonna say, y'all. We uh, are maybe this is just we are watching early. right now. Um, CNN on the television as we're talking to y'all. But when they when they said that they can just you know. Uh, have him sworn in from the Four Seasons in, in Georgetown. I'm like, y'all really are crazy. Like, because y'all will go to another country and remove their leader, but you won't remove somebody who's trying to be no, a dictator he'll be here. removed. He'll Grow be removed for pair. sure. No, nah, come on. I get that you're Listen, we, to we what thought, you're hearing, but like, come we on, let's thought, We thought realistic. this man was going to be gone by now, and he's not. Who thought that? You didn't the impeachment process, all of that. You like didn't people, expect for exactly this to happen. I'm talking about th- throughout the course of his. I'm saying throughout even the course of his presidency. Even when we thought he was about to get impeached, like I knew. everything that's happening right now, I expected. I'm looking at this stuff right now. I'm looking. I I I have t- didn't I tell you this over the last couple of weeks? Like it was going to be crazy. Like none of this is a surprise. Yeah, but also, nah, I'm not even going to go down that path. Um, instead. I will say that January 20th, regardless of if they resolve this election or not, his term is expired and there's a succession plan already in place for well, what happens. Like, if I know that. Yeah. No, I'm just like, I'm, I know I'm they've speaking. been planning if if he refuses to and go or there's whatever. more people that voted against bro than that voted for him. Like it's it's not like. Like we're just letting him go do whatever he wants to do. That's that's not how this country works. And it doesn't matter if he's throwing he's throwing a tantrum right now. And he has the most powerful podium in the world. And so we all have to see his tantrum. But, you know, both you and our parents, like, you know, when it's a tantrum, you just you say, All right, you're throwing a tantrum. Like it's gonna end or whatever, and the result's not gonna change. You know what I mean? And so I get where you're coming from. I'm not saying it's going to be pretty. I'm just saying that we're going to get past it. And I think that this week I was, it was the first time for me that I was able to exhale and say, there really is going to be an end of this. Even let's say worst case scenario, things get violent. You see what I mean? It's a clash, like a a literal clash or whatever. That's going to end too. We're going to get to the next part. And on the other side of it, you know, we've already it, things have we've spoken. You see what I mean? So I don't know. That's that's my excitement. And when I was talking about the fact that there was such a unprecedented amount, like these are people that believe in the idea of America. Like the day before the election, I took off on Wednesday. The day before the election, I said I feel like tomorrow is the season finale, and we don't know if, if the show is going to get renewed for another season or not. You know what I mean? And I felt like. Everything that happened, all the civic activity on Tuesday, it just showed, okay, we can continue the American experiment and we can go into the next chapter. It's going to be ugly for the foreseeable future because, like you said, there are so many people that are still out there that don't feel like racism and and sexism and and xenophobia and and all these other things are a deal breaker. And so there's still a lot of things that we're going to work through and that's not going to be pretty working through it. But at the very least, we have more people that want to work through it than not. And I don't know. That's 
this is the only point of solace that I have. Well, I, I'm glad. Yeah. Right now, I I told you I don't really have much to say. That much nice to say because mm-hmm. again, like watching. I don't know. I'm just I'm just sensitive to the fact again that black women went in there and tried to save this country that doesn't love, love them from a and damn dictator and. Like no one changed, and like no one changed in the interim of him like becoming president to 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 today. It's just really the people did change. It's ti- it's tiring and it's exhausting. I I'll give you that though. I will give you that it's tiring and exhausting. And I fault nobody that is tired and exhausted. And I also welcome anybody that is feeling excited and and rejuvenated and and ready to. Fill the seats of the people that are tired and ex- and exhausted. Oh, but that's the that's the thing, right? Is that I'm tired and exhausted, but I'm still going to use my labor to to be to do what I need to do to make to like fight to make fairness and justice in this world for myself and for my daughter and for mm-hmm. like everybody else. That so so it's so I don't nobody's gonna. That's the thing is, like, nobody's going to fill my seat, but I'm still, like, I'm tired, but I can't, I can't stop. Mm, can't stop. And, and exactly. the fact that people can cast their votes and then, you know, just forget about it. I feel like And they can cast their votes to, to vote for somebody that says he grabs women by the pussy like and just forget about it. I can't forget about it. I feel like that's I was on the civic engagement call last night with my friend and I was like, bruh, I I mean on the call it was like, yo, I feel like Central Ohio Dems like they can't forget about the primaries. And then somebody was like, yo, they've already forgotten. I was like, well if they've forgotten then that just means they need to be reminded. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the energy that I'm on right now. Qu- quick Mm, left turn or whatever you want to call it right now I was very firmly strictly against the idea of holding my vote hostage for this election right here because I said that 2020 is about whether or not we continue the American experiment or not but now that the election is over and I'm pretty certain that Biden is about to win things are completely different like it, whoever I vote for in 2024, I'm letting it know right now. You have to earn it. And every option is on the table. Like, literally every option is on the table. You see what I mean? And whoever is actually putting in the work and stuff right now, it's cool. And in doing that, I'm not going to ask anybody to come and, like, beg for my attention or whatever. I'm planning on being out there and showing this, like, yo, my vote is up for grabs. And getting as many people that are like me to also stand up and say, yo, my vote is up for grabs. What are you going to do to get our, to earn our our loyalty and stuff? You see what I mean? And I think that a lot of a lot of the people in this last election season, they jumped in too late. They said, oh, Diddy wants to come up and pl- with the plan in, in August. It's like, dog, the election's in two months. But nigga, we got four years now. And like my next sites, this is on the, the senator. 
You feel me? Like, we got to get Portman out of here. And honestly, like, I didn't think that O'Brien was going to leave. <laughs> like, I I did not think that he was going to get voted out. And so, like, that's the, the shit that I still haven't even woken up. It feels like a dream still. Like, I can't believe that Gary Tyak is about to go and occupy that office now. And I was like, if he can go, then that nigga Portman can go, too. Oh, so, he can absolutely go. And we're, we got to get him out. He can absolutely go. But I, I don't think my vote is up for grabs because I don't... At least not by the Republican Party. Well, because I don't, I don't. After if, this, if the no. Republicans completely about fit, I'm not saying this is a realistic possibility. It would take more than four years for me. I, I feel you. I'm just saying that if them niggas dramatically turn, I don't think that they will. If they dramatically turn. Then hey, I'm good. But I was saw some shit um, about no, in the Democratic you. caucus earlier today. They were saying, "Yo, we cannot run on uh, police reform. We cannot run on these progressive things. We'll lose. We'll get shellacked or whatever. We're gonna get murdered in in 2022." I'm like, "Well, clearly the Democrats don't want my vote either." You know what I mean? I'm looking at like some of these other third we parties and shit. We are a man apart. We are people on an island. We mm -hmm. are, are unloved on the soil that we were <laughs> that we are unwanted on the soil that we were we were born on and we can't get either of these parties mm, well, to do shit fuck that these is really parties going in, bro. To, I mean I, I've been I, I, listen we had that talk the first the first show that we had people, people need to start looking outside of the, this two party system people mm. need to start figuring out how to build people power and how Look. to how to how to be collectivist and and how we live together. I'm talking about black people. So when I made the comment on Twitter, because that's why I made the comment about my vote being up for grabs, I was talking about Kanye. Like I said, I wasn't voting for him in 2020, but whatever is happening in 2024, that's a completely different story. But really what my eye and my attention is, I like... Well, I want to see what's happening with the Working Families Party, and I also want to see what's happening with the People's Party and any other parties that are, like, galvanizing, like, support and, and groundswell of movement and shit because we didn't have enough time nine months ago to do anything significant in the election, but we do have a lot of time now. Even if it's not a presidential nominee, if we're talking about representatives if we're talking about senators if we're talking about council people if we're talking about state representatives we're talking about school board members and like the list goes on and on like i don't want any of our politicians to feel like they're safe and that they can't keep on working for on behalf of the people no they should they should not feel like that but if we're having conversations about you know, our votes being up for grabs and whatnot, we have to make sure that those conversations also include, like, we can't just do it by ourselves. It has to be some, like, white folks and folks from other uh, races to um, break, like, break the parties because it's just not enough of us. So there has to be enough people that are on one page. Like Bernie Sanders was doing that. Mm -hmm. Bernie Sanders was doing that. The moment doesn't die with and that's, Bernie. And no, the moment doesn't die with him. But it all this to him. stuff that's going on right now, he didn't. Isn't there like some kind, some video he was on? Was it Jimmy Fallon or somebody's show he was on? He literally predicted this stuff down to a T. Like, so I say all that to say, like. What was happening with him, that can be a movement. It just needs to be more people on board. But mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is, is that the system as a whole is not, the system can't stand the way that it is.
I can't. It won't be allowed to. Like we're this we're we already turned the corner, bruh. Like we're not going back to that shit. Period. Like this election, you, niggas were fortunate to be going up against a demagogue. You know what I mean? Next election, that won't be the same case. You know, y'all no. can y'all can play if y'all want to, but like niggas are tired. Niggas are past tired. Yeah, I'm. And picking up momentum, picking up steam. Like even though you're like kind of frustrated and everything right now. Next episode, I don't think that you're gonna be like this. You I know don't what know. I mean? I, I'm. I'm just. It's just been a tiring year. It's been. It's, it's been tiring just to watch this year after year after year. And again, I know I keep saying this, but I want to drive the point home. White people need to change. Period. Facts. Period. And Otherwise, because they're they are the majority in this country, and if they don't change. What does the future look like for everyone else? White people don't need to just change themselves. They need to change and then also become vocal advocates to get y'all's people to change. Because I think that the younger and the the new generations are like, well, I voted for blah, 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 blah. That's cool. And then you go home to your mom, you go home to your dad, and your uncles and your aunts and your grandparents and your neighbors and and they're well, they're different. I'm different from all of them. It's like, yeah, that's but it's also your enough. responsibility to work right, on them. Right. And that's and that's what I say. I have I mean, I have very little faith at this point, but that's what I always say is that you need to, it's not good enough to be like, Oh yeah, my best friend, we went to college together and we went to college in Columbus and she moved to Iowa and now she's like so conservative, but like we just don't talk about politics. Mm-mm. Like, no, it that needs to be that don't go. You're, you're, if you're a white woman and your best white friend is voting for Trump and she's a white woman, you need to do some soul searching with yourself. If whether you you want to continue to be friends with somebody who upholds those kinds of values, because those kinds of values are going to affect you. They're going to affect your rights. If you have children, it's going to affect them. It's going to affect the people that you love. It can't just be, oh, we just don't talk about politics anymore. It's not good enough. You it's are not, not good enough. You are not. And I don't even want to use the word ally anymore because I, I, I just. Today, in this moment, I feel very. um like, who can we trust? I mean... Us. Us. It's just us, nigga. <laughs> and that's not to say that I don't well, I think that there are... I got trust issues anyway, so... <laughs> there's not... There's not... That's not to say that I don't think that there are white people who are changing or trying to change and, like, doing the work. But... They gotta really be, like, I mean, ten toes down, like... I tell all the white people like, in my life, for bro. real. You have to. This is not the time to to play and be like, oh, I got that white privilege book and I sat it on my dresser, but I've never read it, um, and I've never done anything else active to try to like. So because the 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 fact of the matter is, is that y'all started and and are upholding white supremacy, and it's your problem to change it. It's your problem to to stop it. I tell white people that are in my life, like, yo, you 
you pass the first test by us having a relationship. But understand, that's a privilege to be close to me in my proximity, being in my circle or whatever, that you're going to have to continually renew by being actively fighting against white supremacy and actively fighting against this white power system that exists and that you benefit from because even if you don't want it nigga you benefit from it and the you same thing for men every day like men we we benefit from patriarchy like it, it just is what it is and i don't i i know we don't have these numbers yet but that additional four percent of black men mm. who want to align with whiteness um the idea of whiteness because it isn't real it's a social construct I have, I'm not in the mental or emotional space to have that conversation yet, but I have things to say about that. Yo, you said something to me and it's been living in my head. Like, I, I just haven't been able to stop thinking about it, about how we'll never be able to defeat white supremacy, excuse me, white, suprem white <laughs> supremacy until we get rid of patriarchy as well we won't and like that i mean you you were 100 percent right when you said it it's like literally i haven't been able to stop thinking about it so i'm looking forward to that conversation and stuff too but shit yeah i mean there's black men that i know that are not they're not my friends they're on my timeline i know them i know that they voted for trump and it just is a confusing feeling <laughs> It's a confusing feeling to watch white women, you know, all over this country, specifically in the South and the Midwest, align with, you know, their white husbands and vote against their own interests to elect, try to elect Donald Trump, right? Literally vote against their own interests to align with their husbands or their partners or their dads or whatever and vote for this person, and then watch black women not, I'm trying to articulate this because I feel like there's a connection between like white women doing that because they feel like they're, they've always felt that sense of like protection from white men, that sense of reverence from white men. I always feel like there's a connection between like when we literally weren't able to protect one another, when, when, when our husbands and our fathers, you know, whatever the institution of marriage we were able to have when we were on, you know, a freaking plantation, they weren't able to protect us in the ways that they wanted to. They weren't able to be there for us in the ways that they wanted to. And it created to me this, in a way, like a sense of every person for themselves. Mm. And that's how I think. And I'm and I'm not in no way, because I would would never, because I know too many black men who are good. I would in no way say that it's everybody but that eight that extra four percent, that eight percent that could go in there and do that. It really bothers me. It really bothers me. I um The best way, you know, in that time to protect yourself, to stay alive, to be to become mobile, upwardly mobile, was to align with 
with white people aligned with a white man. And I still feel like those folks who who went in there, black men who went in there and voted for Trump, they still think that's their that's their that's going to be their social currency. And the closer that they can align with whiteness, the the safer that they'll be. But you'll never be safe. <laughs> you'll never be safe. I don't think too far off from that position, too, is the people who I'm trying to make sure that I phrase this the right way, but are the people who chose to abstain from voting as well. And I've been trying to reconcile in my mind the reason why, like I feel that way. And I think people have been traumatized. I think that a lot of it is the idea that we can set up a system that is the same as what exists right now, but we're I don't know. I guess I gotta spend more time with the thought. Yeah, no, I understand it. And you know and what I'm I was, trying to say? Yeah, I, I, I think I do. But I think that even what I just said about these black men voting for Trump when he clearly has shown them he doesn't give a damn about them. It's a trauma response. That's what I'm saying. But it's a it's trauma like the, response. It's literally like... But the trauma response, it can't be to go and recreate the thing that tra- traumatized you. But people do that all the time. But that's the problem, though. And that's why I say it's people not the same, the but it's adjacent to it. You know, you're it's, it's still a trauma actor. I, I, I think that for people that didn't vote, a lot of folks who 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 decided that I have heard from who decided not to vote, they feel like they are they don't want to participate in a system that's corrupt. They've been harmed by the system. They've been arrested. They've been brutalized. They've been, you know, locked into low wage positions. They've been and and you know, in but our mind in point. our mind we think in our mind we think from our perspective, right? Because we sit in a different seat. We don't understand it. Um but I I But that's literally my whole point though. It's I don't want to say victim blaming, but like if you're just like I'm in such a terrible place that I'm gonna sit down and do nothing, that's almost as bad to me as somebody says I'm in such a terrible place I'm gonna side with the ops to push the shit forward. Well, I and I think you you have to also look at the look at what we're looking at now. We're looking at foolishness happening. And and people are like, oh, "Well, I went out and voted for the first time in my life and this is what am I looking at right now?" But, and we don't and we don't but know that's the how we got to contextualize it though. We don't know the how to contextualize that right there. Even that point right there. Like if you live in Columbus right, now, I'm talking to Columbus niggas, right? You live in Columbus you went out and you voted, and you voted the entire ballot. There were a lot of fucking wins that happened there. There are a, a lot, lot of wins of that wins. happened. There was a lot of wins that happened, but I, and that's I, what happens when you don't sit down and don't do nothing. You know, I you know me. You know I'm not. I for and me, I'm not just that's talking a, about the shaming somebody for not voting. No, I'm but, just saying that it's not that you're not that much better than somebody that went and voted for the enemy. You see what I'm saying? I understand what your perspective is. I'm a Libra. I 
<laughs> I'm a Libra. I understand. Um, it's crazy, but I, 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 even what you were saying earlier when you were saying why somebody would vote for Trump, I know the reasons why people think that Trump is going to do something for them or they feel akin to somebody like Trump or they, they, I know, I know the reasons why. And if you study history, the reasons why aren't that hard to find. But I think that for some folks who decide not to vote, they have very, they, they, they want to see a different system of government. They don't think the system of government works. They don't want to participate. And what are they doing they to have, get that? They have, they have, they're, uh, some, they're organizing and building power. I know, I know lots of, I know several organizers I, who are on the ground who did not vote. I I I do. I and, just want to know the objective. I'm not saying that they don't have the answer, but I do want to know what their answer is. Yeah, and maybe we should have some of those people on the show. Well, those uh, are going to be contentious episodes. Those will be uh, not because like I'm mad at what they're saying, but I if you're saying that you have another way, I'm going to ask you and I'm going to press you, like because I want to know what your alternative way is, mm-hmm. and just saying, well, this isn't good enough. Without having a alternative, that's not good enough for me. You know what I mean? If you're in front of me, I'm going to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, I have tapped into a lot of different schools of thought. So for me, like floating in that pool, I can look around and and understand different people's perspectives. But. And again, like I said, I can even understand how people, how poor white folks maybe can feel like they're so disenfranchised. I mean, it's crazy to me, but that they're so disenfranchised that they would go vote for someone who goes directly against their interests, who dodges taxes, who does all these things. I can understand how, you know, we we watch how someone like um, Hitler like rose to power. He he made yeah, people feel right like now. there was a there was a scapegoat a, a person that they, a, a person a group of people that they could blame and he became their symbol of hope their symbol of strength their symbol of masculinity and he ended up doing what he did and so that that that's just because that was a long time ago doesn't mean that people's brains don't work and, the same and that's kind of like the reason why I feel encouraged because we had the opportunity to let Hitler rise again. And instead of letting him rise again, we stood and said, nah, you feel me? Like, shit ain't good here. If we, everybody's compromising because we know we don't want that. And everybody compromised here. But for me, it's not, it's, for me, it's so close that it makes me wonder what the future holds. It's not close we, though. I don't think okay. so. I think that once the numbers come out, that it's not going to be close. Okay. But we'll see. Well, we'll see. But... I got an important question to ask you. Yeah. My bad. Were you in the middle of a thought because I got a question to ask you after you? No, I'm 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 good. What's up? All right, what's one album? <laughs> oh my god. That ch- are you gonna ask me that? What's one album that just changed my life? Shit. I was trying to add some levity. <laughs> I have several. You would. Um, yeah. I have a song that changed my life. 
Fuck Donald Trump. It's, all right, that was corny. Do you like YG? <laughs> no, I hate YG. <laughs> hey, bro, cut that shit from the- <laughs> That was a really bad <laughs> like, Even for me, that was really bad. But, yeah, no. Um, I was listening to Marvin Gaye on the way over here. I always mm, What's going to- on? No, I always listen to the I Want You album if I'm, like, in a really happy place or if I'm in a really, like, uh, weird... Kind of I'm not sad I'm pissed Yeah bruh If, I, if my emotions are on a, on a On a The extreme part of the spectrum I always listen to that album So I feel that spiritually Yeah that's my album That's one of my favorite albums But yeah I, I Next week I hope that I I hope, I hope this is your first time listening Because I promise That I'm not always This negative But I don't have nothing nice to say today y'all mm. Hey, I might not have it next week, but just stay with me. I'm gonna be a. And I don't, next you know, what? I don't have to. Be, I don't have to be positive about it. That's fine. I don't. <laughs> just know I'm in a whole different type of bag right now, and I don't have no intentions of switching it up. Like, I'm my nigga uh, on Twitter earlier today. He was like, "Yo, I ain't seen Malk in a suit and tie. Well, in a shirt and tie in so long or whatever." And it's not that I'm dressing up to like push these European like standards or anything like that it's more so that like blazer at keys is it's just a different type of person you know what I mean yeah you feel it, I, when you put on different clothes you feel different I yeah think, and I remember I shifted the culture a whole culture like the first time that Bla- just know here, here here he goes folks nah listen bro like <laughs> like y'all don't I can't even talk about it on this on like right now what's going on in my head and in the behavior and the activities and stuff that we're doing, but like just know that this shit ain't the end. Like I've been listening to Lincoln Park, uh, waiting for the end, and it was came out twenty fourteen. It's about like nuclear wars and all this type of stuff or whatever. But if you if you're into alternative rock and all that, then that type mm-hmm. of album it will go right now, and it's so. I'm not a big Lincoln Park timely. fan. You're not. A, no. <laughs> I do, I do have fans. Hey, that so I like, this is the last Park episode of Columbus Can't Wait. Apparently, Columbus Can't Wait until we can find Coles. Uh, hey, my bad, but yeah. Why don't you like them? Dude, what? No, no, uh, we're not gonna go. Let's you, not even go down the rabbit hole. But if yeah. I sent you like six songs, would you listen to them? Okay, uh. I'm gonna send you six songs and you'll <laughs> listen to. Them. But one of the songs is like, yo, this is not the beginning and this is not the ending. And I was like, I don't know. I was just listening to it on my way to go vote. And I was like, this shit felt, it just felt perfect for the time that we're in. And I don't know. I keep on going back to the Hamilton quote, but I just really feel like tomorrow there's going to be more of us and shit. So those are my albums. uh, Waiting for the end and Hamilton. (laughs) I believe that tomorrow there will be more of us, but I also really strongly believe that we're going to have to fall apart to fall together. Mm -hmm. And I think we might have to literally fall completely apart. And in some ways I'm prepared and ready for that because the way that we've been going (laughs) for the last couple hundred years ain't been working. It's been working for the same people. Mm. And if it means that there needs to be a total dismantling of the system as it stands for our kids, because because the depressing part about this is, is that this probably is not going to totally happen in our lifetime. But the moment that we're in right now is a tipping point. Mm. And so, you know, if people have to do what they have to do. If people feel like they have to take to the streets to do to force change. 
I'm with it. Are we in the streets? Look, bruh, this ain't the same mouth from earlier this summer, bruh. I'm about all the action right now, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we have to be because, uh, like I say all the time, voting is not, voting is just a tool in the toolbox. Like, we have to be, you know, willing to organize. We have to be willing to build power. We need, we have to be willing to to understand and study other political thought. Mm. Um, we have to Including be, socialism. Including, yes, we have to do, we have to be willing to, we have to be malleable. Like, we have to be willing to do that because what we've been doing is not working. Like, it again, it's working for some people, but it's not working for the majority of people. And that's what I would like, again, white folks to understand. It, the, the Capitalism, it ain't working for you either. Facts. <laughs> this Facts. The way that this is going is not working for you either. It's not in your best interest. So figure out how you can get active and do what you need to do and stop upholding foolishness. And we're going to be doing the same thing over here. You see what I mean? Because Columbus can't wait. Yeah. And, and fuck Donald Trump, bro. 